are listening to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Is ChatGPT the future of teacher burnout prevention? This is a special episode with Brittany Blackwell, and it's originally aired on her podcast, and it's one of her top episodes that we are sharing over here because there are so many tips on how to use artificial intelligence, how to ease your mind and feelings about some of the worries going on about AI, and how you can use it to really save tons of time, streamline, and creative ways we may have never thought of before. So you do not want to miss this episode if you want to save time going into the school year in 2024 and beyond. So let's go. Welcome to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. I'm Kelsey Sorensen, a former elementary teacher and current homeschool mom. And even though I've been a resource creator since 2014, I've realized that printables alone aren't all you need in order to thrive as a teacher or homeschool parent. That's why I also created this show and got certified as a life coach to help you finally kick burnout to the curb and feel confident with whatever challenges come your way. With the right mindset strategies and new teaching inspiration, you're going to be well on your way to your best teacher life. Now let's go. We are getting closer to Christmas for those of you who celebrate. Can you believe it? December has just been flying by. I hope that you get some rest this holiday break if you're on break right now, winter break, and that this podcast can help you feel like you have the support that you need during this time. This podcast is always here for you, free for you to listen and hit play anytime. We've got this full library of episodes and you can scroll through, find a title of something that feels like it applies to you right now and hit play on any previous episode, and I'm here to support you anytime. And I'm also counting down the days to our winter Educate Amber Juvenile event that is happening on December 28th. And I'm so excited for this fun event. So if this is your first time hearing about it, I know some of you have, so I'm not going to like repeat everything again. But I'm really excited because we have some incredible presenters all coming together. So our winter event, the goal of it is to really help you refresh and get ready for the new school year. It's not like let's learn about all these different teaching things while you're on break and think about work. It's not so much about that. It's more about how can I feel refreshed? How can I set my goals for the new year? How can I set myself up for success and more free time and feeling better in the coming year and setting and reaching my goals, both personal and professional? We're going to be helping you with all of that. And you're going to have the chance to come on and get coached. We have a comedy keynote. We have a yoga meditation. It's really all about you kind of coming, us all coming together as a community, recentering, reprioritizing, looking at what went well this year, looking at what we want to go differently the next year. It's going to be really good. So excited to have you there if you decide to join us. If you are a Wife Teacher Mommy Club member, you already have access to this event. We have emailed you information on how you can register for reminders and 
how you can apply to get your award if you are eligible for one, which most, if you've been in the club for a while, you should be eligible for that. Um, we do awards for self-care for you for getting coaching. We're like, who gives awards for self-care? Nobody does. Now we do. So we're doing it for the first time at this event. We're really excited. Like we're literally like mailing our members. Like my husband, he is a laser engraver. He actually started like an Etsy business with it and everything. But he does a lot of things for our members too. Like he's engraved tumblers. We ran out of those. We hope to do that again sometime next year. But for now, he is engraving these awards for our members who have been participating in coaching and seeing some kind of transformation from coaching. We want to award you and you'll actually get like a little trophy that he engraves that you'll get to like have on your desk or wherever you would like. Um, so if you are already a member, you'll get emailed about that. If you're not, you have that to look forward to in the future because we plan on doing that. We'd love for you to join us and we have a special opportunity for you to join us. And if you join us now, you should be able to apply before the next Educate and Rejuvenate in the summer to get your award for the transformation that you see from coaching with us. We're really excited about this new thing. And when you join us, you get to come to the event, see what the club is all about. It's really the perfect time. Like if you've been listening to this podcast and you're like, should I join Wife Teacher Mommy Club? Would it be beneficial? It's really the time to join because it's just $9. You get a full month. You get to join us at this event. It is the perfect time to see if it's right for you. And if it's not, worst case, you spent $9 and you get to attend this event. So, so much fun. If you want to learn more about joining us, if you're not a member yet, go to educateandrejuvenate.com to hear more about it or the link in the show notes. Okay, so to celebrate the event, I've been having some of the speakers come on the podcast to give you a little taste of just how awesome they are. We've got such awesome people to come to this event. We had Kayla Jules on the podcast and we talked all about mental health, self-care, and all things teacher gram and TikTok. She has an awesome following on both Instagram and TikTok, her reels and TikToks get like so many likes and comments because they are just so relatable. We even talked about our fun like fiction and nonfiction book recommendations. So if you're a reader, which I know a lot of you are, you will definitely want to check out that episode towards the end. We just get into some fun stuff like what books we like and everything like that. So be sure to check out that episode if you missed it. Now, Kayla, she is our comedy keynote at the Winter Educate and Rejuvenate event. But today I have another incredible speaker who you may recognize if you've been around here featured on the podcast. And if you don't recognize her, that's fine too. I will tell you a little bit about her before we begin. So today we have Brittany Blackwell on the show. She is the owner of Teaching Mind, Body, and Soul. That is the name of her agency. And she has a podcast called The Resilient Teacher Podcast. And we've had some fun together in the last year. We're friends. She's awesome. I had her on my podcast to talk about the stress cycle in episode 54, which we talked about with Lindsay Pullman last month. But if you really want to hear more about the stress cycle specifically, definitely go back to episode 54 and listen to that one with Brittany. And then we also did a co-hosted episode, episode 95, where we talked all about self-care. And it was really like me and her were just talking like real candid conversation. It really wasn't very scripted. We were just talking about self-care what it means to us, what it means to the teachers that we both supported in our separate companies and everything. We've also presented, Brittany and I, we presented at each other's events too. She presented at my Educate and Rejuvenate this summer. She's presenting at the winter one coming up. And I did her summer self-care summit this past summer too. And I'm really excited to have her back for Winter Educate and Rejuvenate on December 28th. So to give you a little bit sneak peek at what's to come, because she is going to be speaking about AI, simplifying your life, and all those things at Winter Educate and Rejuvenate. She's doing a brand new presentation for the event, which will be so much fun. But today I'm sharing one of her episodes on the show today. So this isn't an interview. This is like I'm talking for a minute, and then we're like turning the time over to Brittany so you kind of get a taste of what content she has to offer. So this episode is called, Is ChatGPT the Future of Teacher Burnout Prevention? 
So this originally aired on her show, The Resilient Teacher Podcast. And what I love about this episode is she takes a good minute talking about the mindset behind ChatGPT before diving into the tips. And I love this because a lot of us have felt nervous about AI and nervous about things such as like plagiarism or the lack of creativity or, it, you know, stealing information or all these different things. So she talks about different ways we can think about AI to put our mind at ease with some of these things because AI is here to stay. And as she mentions in the show, AI has actually been here longer than we think. And it can kind of help put our minds at ease a little bit. This might not be the scary thing that some of us thought. Like I said, I love that she talks about the mindset behind it all. I love talking about mindset because it really impacts everything. So it will impact the way you use AI, what you get out of it, the way that we think about it. And then she went on to share some amazing tips about how to use AI to simplify and streamline your life and teaching. And I'm not going to share any of those right now because I'm going to let Brittany do that on the episode. But I will say that I loved, there was a small shout out to the book, The AI Classroom, which I just started reading and it's so good. Um, it came up in the episode. I'm working on my book with the great people over at Teacher Goals Publishing as well. So that was just a really fun shout out for me to just hear as I was listening to the episode to prepare for this today. And if you love what you hear in this episode, you're going to get even more if you join us at Winter Educate and Rejuvenate. She's doing a brand new presentation for the first time, and it'll be live. So you get to ask your questions, interact with Brittany. We'll be able to interact with each other. And I love that because it's not just learning for the presenter. It's really the chat at these events. Everybody shares with each other. It's so incredible. You get to interact, ask questions, etc. Okay, so let's turn the time over to Brittany for this incredible episode. <music> Hey, teacher friends, welcome back to episode 46 of the Resilient Teacher Podcast. I am seriously so excited for this last episode in the sustainability series because it's all about my new favorite tool to automate teacher tasks. Now, if you guessed ChatGPT, you would be right. And I'm going to be honest, there are some definite drawbacks or concerns to be aware of. And we're going to touch on some of those in this episode. But when it comes to eliminating your overwhelm, the teacher burnout, there's a lot more benefits than drawbacks for sure. And I want to share with you the best ways that you can prompt ChatGPT and some of my favorite ways to use it to streamline it and automate some of my tasks. So let's not waste any time and let's get into it. While automation is definitely one of my favorite actionable ways to reduce overwhelm, burnout, and job creep, ChatGPT, since its availability in December of 2022, has really changed the game. And if you haven't heard of ChatGPT, it's a form of artificial intelligence that is kind of trained to generate human-like responses to prompts or questions. So if you've ever used like predictive text on your iPhone or other phone before, it's similar to this, but like a lot smarter. Think like Alexa or Siri on steroids because we can actually like hold a conversation with it by asking specific questions. And it gives us this more in-depth response based on those questions or statements. Have you ever been like scrolling on Facebook or another platform? And it's like, there are these ads about something you were just talking about. That's because social media platforms are already incorporating AI to analyze your activity and then provide you with more personalized content. Think like, ads, suggested friends, even articles. Twitter even uses AI to analyze and filter tweets, which helps users see relevant or useful content. AI has been around for a while. It's just not been as accessible as ChatGPT made it, where it's not a lot of coding and all this random stuff that we don't know anything about. And there are a lot of teachers who think that like AI is going to take over their classroom. I mean, even South Park hopped on this train of thinking. 
uh, I think it was an episode four of season 26, Stan and his classmates used AI to write their essays. And I think this is a real fear that teachers have when it comes to their students using AI like ChatGPT, that they can plagiarize. And before we really dive into how to use it as a tool to reduce this overwhelm for us, I think it's really important to talk about how it's really going to impact our students and how we teach as well. It's possible, sure, you know, that students can use it for plagiarizing or whatever. But let's be honest, the generation of the text that it does create is like really formulaic and without the right prompting, it's kind of bland. It's like C minus type writing. But there are some AI detection websites available to really check for this type of thing. You can use OpenAI's text classifier, originality.ai, or even winston.ai. There's a lot of them out there to choose from. But I think what's really important is to really ensure that our students are not using it for plagiarism purposes by teaching them the appropriate use, how to use it as a tool. This might take a little bit of mindset work on your part, but here are just four tips that I have for that. Number one, educate yourself and your students. As with any new technology, we have to teach the responsible use of the tool. Students need to understand that AI-generated content still needs to be properly cited. It's They can't pass it off as their own original work. Number two, assign unique prompts. We can assign these prompts that really require students to use their own knowledge and critical thinking to complete assignments. This makes it more difficult for them to rely on ChatGPT to generate the content for them. Number three, it goes without saying, you're going to have to monitor student work. This adds another layer to what we're already doing, but being vigilant and monitoring the student's work to ensure that it's original, not plagiarized, using this plagiarism detection software, checking it for inconsistencies and your writing style and comparing student work to previously submitted assignments is really going to allow us to set the precedent here. And number four, set those clear expectations. We have to set those expectations for our students when it comes to academic integrity, plagiarism. This can involve creating a code of conduct that outlines the consequences of plagiarism and emphasizing the importance of academic integrity. I truly don't think it's something we should be so afraid of, but instead really shifting that mindset that artificial intelligence can really transform our society where we're more efficient, we're more productive, we're solving some serious problems in our world rather than just generation of content. And I want to crush anyone's thought process that AI is going to take over our jobs as teachers. Here's the thing. As we've talked about throughout this series, there are so many parts to our jobs as educators. It's not just about writing lesson plans. There is some humanization that comes down to it. We as teachers are responsible for not only imparting knowledge to our students, but for also creating this supportive, engaging learning environment. We provide emotional support, foster those critical thinking skills, and help our students really navigate the complexities of the world around us. These are tasks that AI can't do, okay? They can't do it at the same level as a human teacher. While AI can assist us with certain tasks, help us streamline our workflows, it can't replace that human connection that is at the heart of teaching. So while AI will undoubtedly continue to transform the way that we work, 
I believe that it's going to ultimately serve to enhance our abilities as teachers rather than replace them. As we move into a more artificially intelligent world, I think things like creativity, emotional intelligence, critical thinking are just going to be more important than ever before. These are the skills that are uniquely human. And they're skills that cannot be easily replicated by AI. In fact, the rise of AI may actually make these skills even more valuable in the workplace because machines are going to be better at performing routine tasks and humans are left to focus on those more creative and complex aspects of their jobs. Like as educators, it's our responsibility to help our students develop skills and prepare them for the future of the workforce. We have to encourage this creativity, this emotional intelligence, this critical thinking in the classroom, and then provide opportunities for our students to develop these skills in meaningful ways. This means moving away from that traditional rote learning and standardized testing and towards more of a student-centered and project-based learning. These are some of the things that I truly believe that we've been missing in the education space for a long time. Max Tegmark, who is the co-founder of Future of Life Institute and a professor at MIT, said it best, AI is not a silver bullet. It's just a powerful tool that can improve human decision-making and solve complex problems. And before I can really share with you the power that AI can provide us in our current system, we have to smash through some of those mindset blocks that we have about it. Currently, our education system's broken. I don't think anyone can disagree with that. And there are so many layers to it that really impact the equity of learning, the gaps that we see. So we we kind of have to abandon some of those thought processes that led us to standardized testing, that curriculum that doesn't meet all of our students' needs. And we have to prepare our students for the future. Doing the same old way is just going to continue leading us down this path of frustration, doing a bunch of tasks that really aren't conducive to truly educating our students. Because when it comes down to it, artificial intelligence is opening up new opportunities for people to pursue their passions, realize their full potential, because these tools allow for more creativity and innovation. When we're focused on more of this design thinking, collaboration, experimentation as a system, We've kind of failed to dedicate any meaningful time to these practices, these ways of living, and we focused on the memorization of information so the students can just pass an exam, like a factory. I mean, if you think about it, workplaces are tearing their hair out because we've got employees that can have great exam grades, but they don't have the skills to deal with people. They don't have communication. They don't have problem-solving skills, and I think In order to really begin using technology like AI, we've got to start thinking out of the box where we can start to use this technology with intention of creating more collaborative environments. And I'll step down from my soapbox about this because I know you really want to know how to use it to save your time and energy, but I had to make these counter arguments for any of those teachers out there who were like, it's going to take over education and or those who are a little bit skeptical. Hopefully my little pep talk supported you in clarifying the intent behind this. So when it comes to really using chat GPT, some teachers will also say, you know, it gives really basic information. And I agree, it absolutely can do that. But it's all in the prompting. The authors of the AI classroom, Daniel Fitzpatrick, Amanda Fox, and Brad Weinstein, came up with this acronym and framework for really writing your requests for AI. It's called PREP. 
And the first step is to P to prompt it. This is where you're setting the scene. You're creating the foundation for the rest of the instructions. So you're, you're introducing the question with the prompt. So most people will just stop at this first step and there's prompts like, you know, create an academic quiz about cells or grade this answer and give reasons for your judgment. These are super basic. They're not going to give you really good responses. The second step is to give it a role. When you assign it a role, you give the artificial intelligence a clear understanding of what you want it to accomplish, basically giving it a hat to wear for the task at hand. So for the situation of the quiz, you might say you're an experienced teacher who is an expert at creating quizzes that engage and challenge students. For the grading, you might say you're a qualified examiner who grades English exam papers. You're renowned for your impartiality and fair marking. See how that's very different than the first part? This is leading you down more creative paths. The third step is E, give it explicit instructions. You can't really assume that it knows what you're thinking or what you need. When you give it more explicit instructions, you can ensure like it's on the same page. Think instructions for Amelia Bedelia. If you give really vague instructions, it's not going to have enough information and it doesn't know unless you prompt it to do so to ask questions to get more information. So this might look like for your quiz prompt, write five questions, use Bloom's taxonomy to make sure that the questions develop a deeper understanding. Use various question types, provide answers at the end. Or for the grading prompt, this is an exam question, provide it with the exam question. This is the answer you're marking, here's the answer. This is the mark scheme you should use to grade it, and then you provide that. Your explicit instructions can be as detailed as you want, and the more thought and detail you put into it, the more you can tailor the response that you get. And the last step is to P, set the precise parameters. This means you're defining the scope and the boundaries of the answer, which can really help the bot to really understand what you're looking for while enabling it to provide a more accurate response. So some examples of this might be the tone of the response, the language of the response, the word length, the number of paragraphs, sentiment, format, reading age, things like format this with headers or subheadings, bullet points, or write this in a formal and caring tone. So if you're getting really basic responses, I definitely recommend using some of these tips to getting more of the responses that you want and need. So when we think about automation and using AI for this purpose, I've been using it for a lot of things. And like I've talked about throughout the series, I've used it for more complex ways of automation where I've systemized it, but you don't have to go all in like that. You don't have to use it as part of this more complex system. This can just be a plug and play type thing. It's still saving you tons of time, tons of brain power, tons of energy, where you just head over, prompt it. The first way that I would recommend using it for streamlining this workflow is just creating templates for various things. Emails. Is anyone else like really terrible at drafting difficult emails, just like emails in general? So think about those emails that you really struggle with writing. Bad behavior, missing assignments, those types of things. Like I've struggled for years to write these emails to parents when a student was misbehaving or having issues in the classroom. Like I worried about the tone of the email, how it might be perceived by the parent. But my admin like always requires that we follow up, keep a paper trail. So using ChatGPT, 
we can ask it to write an email template for a teacher to send to parents when their child is exhibiting an inappropriate behavior in class. Ask for support from the parent. Use a tone that's collaborative, caring, kind, friendly. End with asking to set up a conference. This kind of takes out that guesswork behind, like, how do you write this? <laughs> I can't be the only one who felt that way. Getting ChatGPT to write templates for emails to parents can significantly streamline the workflow and reduce burnout for teachers by just providing them with a time-saving, efficient tool that can help them communicate with parents effectively, efficiently. Writing these personalized emails to each parent, that's time-consuming. Teachers often have to repeat the same message multiple times. That's leading to burnout, leading to spending a lot of time doing things that they don't need to do. By using these templates, we can save that time, ensure that communicating a concern in a clear, consistent, effective manner. These also help us to avoid these errors, maintain a professional tone while addressing sensitive, difficult topics. They can also be customized to really reflect specific needs of each student. And they can be used as like a starting point just for discussions between teachers and parents. Whether you're writing to ask about a student's absence, announcing an upcoming school activity, requesting assistance, you can ask the chatbot to write it for you. The second way that I think saves teachers a lot of time and energy is for differentiation for students. I think most teachers struggle with this when it comes to finding ways to differentiate for like our English language learners, our special education students, just differing learning styles, those who need access to the instruction that we're really providing. And not all curriculum provides this. So we end up searching for things that are on our students' levels and spending hours trying to create these lessons that really allow for that access when we can just pop it over to ChatGPT and get it to differentiate for us. Generating that content and those activities based on student interests learning styles, instructional levels. So an example of this prompt for a seventh grade teacher might be, I want you to act as a seventh grade teacher who is teaching a lesson on finding theme. You will create a lesson plan that teaches theme for seventh grade students that differentiates the lesson for some students who have reading disability, are currently reading on a fourth grade level, some students who have attention deficit disorder and need chunking of larger lessons and English language learners who require vocabulary pre-teaching. Please include all lesson materials and differentiated activities. That's a high quality prompt, if I do say so myself. If you had a specific text you were using, you could also ask for that text to be provided or written on a specific grade level so that students could access it in that way. Like I'm telling you, the amount of time you can save just by utilizing ChatGPT for these types of tasks is immeasurable. Some other ways to get in on ChatGPT to help you differentiate might be ask for additional explanations and examples for students who might need more support in understanding a concept. You might ask to, to provide visual aids such as diagrams or videos to really help students better understand a concept. Um, offer alternative assessments that allow for students to demonstrate their understanding in different ways, like projects, presentations, written responses, the use of adaptive technology like text-to-speech software or online learning platforms, different levels of scaffolding like sentence frames or graphic organizers to really help students organize their thoughts and ideas, offer small group or one-to-one -one instruction to provide more personalized support, um, differentiated instruction strategies like tiered assignments, flexible grouping to allow students to work at their own pace and level, 
Um, I mean, the, the list goes on and on. ChatGPT can also be used to provide additional support and resources for students who need it by answering their questions, just providing examples, explanations, having them to prompt ChatGPT. The last way that I want to talk about using ChatGPT for automation, but again, this isn't like a comprehensive list, is just to use for actually creating your workflow. Like if you're struggling with determining the best way to handle a bunch of tasks, ask ChatGPT. So you're struggling to figure out a way, the most efficient way to grade 175 essays. Pop it in. Say, I have 175 students in my ninth grade English class. They all wrote five page essays. What's the most efficient way to grade them? I'm having trouble managing all of my emails and messages from parents and colleagues. What are some strategies for managing my inbox efficiently? I have a lot of paperwork to complete for my students' IEPs or 504 plans. What are some time-saving strategies for completing this paperwork? Um, another one might be, I need to create progress reports for all of my students, but I don't have a lot of time. What are some efficient ways to create progress reports? I mean, the list can go on, but this frees up that brain space for teachers to focus on more important tasks and responsibilities, ultimately reducing their workload, helping to prevent that burnout. By using ChatGPT to handle routine tasks, like grading assignments, generating lesson plans, answering student questions, providing personalized feedback, teachers can really save a lot of valuable time and energy that can be redirected towards more meaningful and impactful aspects of our jobs, like developing engaging curriculum, building relationships with our students, fostering that positive classroom environment. And by leveraging this power of AI to streamline our administrative tasks, we can achieve a better work-life balance, leading to greater job satisfaction, long-term career success. If we continue to be afraid to use tools like this to our advantage, we're really doing ourselves and our students a disservice when we can really just reimagine what education looks like and can be for our society. I don't think that AI is this end-all be-all, but because it's available, we can use it for so many purposes. Automation is an incredibly powerful tool. It has the potential to really revolutionize the way that we work, the way that we learn, the way that we live. By embracing automation, we can free up our time and mental energy, allowing us to focus on the most important aspects of our work and our personal lives. This is particularly true for us as teachers. We face an immense workload and we're constantly juggling a variety of different responsibilities. Using tools like ChatGPT to automate routine tasks can really be a game changer, allowing us to focus on working more efficiently and more effectively. And this in turn can really lead to better outcomes for students because as we're able to spend more time engaging with our students, providing that individualized feedback, developing innovative curriculum, we're closing those gaps. We're making learning more accessible. Of course, it's really important to recognize that AI, it's not this silver bullet. It's not going to solve all of our problems. It's not going to replace human teachers anytime soon. However, by leveraging the power of AI to really automate these tasks, we can create a more productive, efficient, fulfilling educational experience for both ourselves and our students. Ultimately, the key to success in education is to find that right balance between automation and human connection. By embracing technology, using it to our advantage, we can create a more vibrant, engaging, effective educational experience for everybody that's involved. So let's not be like afraid 
to embrace tools that are available to us and reimagine what education can be for our society. Speaking of those tools, I'm really excited to offer some bonuses in the Automate Your Classroom program that are focused around AI for teachers. One of them being my ebook that I released in January. It includes over 50 prompts to use in your classroom that streamline and reduce burnout, but I'm also including in the program a workshop you won't find anywhere else all about automating with AI in that more complex fashion where it's not just this plug and play thing, but it's part of your automation system that's going to save you time, energy, sanity. So if you haven't hopped on the wait list for the Automate Your Classroom program, you're definitely going to want to get in on that so that you can get on the wait list only discounts when the doors open. Don't forget, you are a resilient teacher. We're in this together. You've got this. Wasn't that amazing? I love, love Brittany and all the incredible tips that she has to share. But if you love what she shared, this is just a taste of what is to come at Winter Educate and Rejuvenate. This episode was recorded much earlier in the year. And since then, Brittany has discovered even more tips and tricks that will help alleviate lots of time and pressure for you upcoming in 2024. Plus, you'll be able to ask Brittany all your questions in real time since she will be presenting live. Like I mentioned before, this is a brand new presentation with even more tips and tricks. And because she said even more experience, because AI has become a long way, even from earlier this year, we've learned new and different ways that we can utilize it. Plus, you'll also get to hear my special presentation, a comedy keynote with Kayla Jules, a yoga meditation with Lizzie Langston, a two-hour coach-a-thon with me and fellow wife teacher mommy club coaches to get all the support you need to kick off the school year. It is honestly the most fun you will have ever had with self-care and personal and professional development all at once. So go to the link in the show notes or educateandrejuvenate.com to learn more. And I hope to see you on December 28th. Thank you for listening to Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And to make your podcast experience even more personalized, I'd love to send you a custom podcast playlist of my top recommended episodes for you that I think will be the most helpful based on where you are in your journey. Simply go to wifeteachermommy.com slash podcast quiz and answer a few simple questions. It'll take less than two minutes and you'll have your custom playlist sent your way. Plus, you'll get updates when we release new episodes and get an exclusive clip from a coaching call sent to you every single week. So you'll get even more free content to help you live your best life. You've got nothing to lose. So what are you waiting for? Go to wifeteachermommy.com slash podcast quiz now.